0: Second like USD.
1: Got them NFTs. Yo, yeah, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chris, uh, coming at you with the NFT City Podcast. Uh, hopefully, today's a good one for everybody. Uh, as usual, I got my boy, my producer, the AT. How you feeling today, bro? Good. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> uh, yo, how you doing, Miggy?
0: Yeah, I'm here. You chilling? here. Oh, and what is this episode seven six? I'm getting ahead of myself.
1: So six. six 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 six, yeah, bro. Um, and I got my co host down How you feeling today, bro?
2: Chilling, bro. NFT City, what up? Yeah, episode six, baby. Let's go. hi
1: yeah. right, man. So, you know, a few things to talk about. Uh, we're kind of switching up a little bit again. It's called NFT City, so it won't just be NBA talk today, but hopefully, you guys like it. Um, but. The first one that comes to mind for me is like, let's talk about the the trade. You know, we made some, you know, we had some predictions last week. Um, not all of them came to fruition, but a few did. So any big ones you guys want to talk about?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, what I just spotted, just saw so a highlight. I think today, just right now, uh, Drummond is playing on the Lakers. I think this is, I'm pretty sure that's his first game, but maybe the biggest Laker fan out of us can uh, confirm.
0: Pass down the keys um, to my man, Drummond. From, mm. from Will Chamberlain to Drummond, um, he's <laughs> as well as down, ge- generational center. And unfortunately, I'm missing that game today, man.
2: You can put that on the for side. Greater causes, for greater causes. That's okay. right, bro.
1: So look at that, fans. He's here for you guys, right? He's putting his feelings aside as a Lakers fan for you. That's dope, bro. Um, I'm happy for you, man. Like, uh, I would have really been upset if he went to the Nets. That would have just been, I, even if they played in five minutes, I would have typed because just an asset that they would have had that another team didn't. So, yeah, man, good for you, man. Um,
0: how do you feel though, about it?
1: I'm oh, sorry, bro.
0: No, I just, how do you feel about it? Um, there's only so much we can do. Uh, we got Trez. Yeah, my shit is low, low, low. Um. Yeah, Drummond's going to be a great piece. I heard we're going to play him for more than 30 minutes, something along those lines, just to, I guess, get him in the groove. Fogel's a defensive-minded coach, so he's probably going to get him up to speed, up to par with how we run the defense and what we want him to do on the, let's say, fast breaks. Uh, just what what, just what to expect as a, as a Lakers. And it's going to be interesting. You know, a lot of people have been bashing my guy, but... When you're playing under the tutelage of King James, there's only greatness that can happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, couldn't have answered that better than that, bro. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a different in this see this this whatever what's left of the season. So I'm happy for it. I like it. Uh, there were a bunch of rumors of it going to the Knicks because I remember uh, Mitch had gotten hurt. I was not with it, but you guys heard me last week talk about it, but. I'm sure he's in he's in the right place, man. He's in sunny weather. I said like a boy at the who's now in Florida, you know, he's chilling. I said, man, good vibes moving forward for him, bro. So maybe bro, you,
0: like... hot take, hot take. Do you think Tibbs might have caused the injury to Mitch? Maybe the Tibbs uh formula of how he always have people running, running during uh just off days, making sure they're always their stamina. Their intensity is always there. You think that was something brand new to Mitch, and it might have just got his body couldn't handle it.
1: uh I don't think so, bro. I um, I just think like it's exactly. I mean, y'all know me, bro. I'm on my uh, Gordon Hayward shit, and what I mean by that is like every time we play ball once in the year, I get hurt, and it's because like you're so excited to play, they're just doing too much, and like if you even if you saw the first game back, Mitch came, he like hurt his ankle, nothing serious. And this other one, like, he just wasn't, a, he, I guess it's just coordination, man, to be honest with you, you know? Like, you see when he falls, he takes, like, big falls, bro. And that's, like, unfortunately, like, the curse of being, like, 7-1. Like, it's just hard to be that coordinated uh, and do all that, so.
2: Well, 7-1 and also playing D the way we've been playing defense. Yeah, bro, exactly. If you go Very look at the play, he's, like, uh, mothering, I think, who was it, Lopez? I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. who Lo- he was. Lo- Lopez
1: for. is corny for that, by the way. Um, he was doing the typical little thing that people do, where they hook your arm to make it look like you're it's a foul. And yeah, he did that to Mitch, and then like he literally left the guy like where he just fell on his own ass, bro. So that wasn't cool, man. I wasn't a fan of that, especially since my guy was so eager, bro. Like he he healed that hand real quick, bro. And he came back like nothing changed, bro. um. I but the other one
2: back to Drummond though, bro. You 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 saw that uh that clip he had for the Laker Nation. Wait, right now? Live? No, no, no. Recently, recently. I think when the trade was completed, he was like in front of, uh, I think maybe his first interview. Uh, he just sounded like super, uh, I don't know, ecstatic. My guy was cheesing and he was like, yo, uh, you seen the clip, right? So my yeah, yeah. Said, yeah
0: I, think, I think I know which one you're talking about. Oh, yeah, bro. You're like- guaranteed
2: a finals trip
0: when you play under that man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how... You're close. To, that's this is one thing people come into the league just aiming for, and that's a ring, regardless of, of who you are in this league. That's what that's something you chase. And for him to, you know, possibly think in his head, like I, I'm i playing next to uh, last year's champions, mm-hmm. it's probably going to happen again, uh, where they meet the Nets, and it's just going to be crazy. It's going yeah. to be an, an offensive juggernaut versus. A defensive anchor of a of a matchup, and it's gonna be amazing.
2: His his eyes lit up. Uh, we saw we saw Lakers. I mean, I guess anybody would nah, for yeah. sure, bro.
1: Um, it definitely yeah, like you said, bro. Like, who wouldn't want to play? with LeBron James. I mean, he said himself, right? that was like a tweet that they like found before he was in the league. He was like my dream is to either play against or with LeBron James. So I mean, hey bro, it's it's a full circle, bro. Full circle. Good for you, man. Enjoy the yeah. sunny skies, bro, of LA. So.
2: Yeah, fun fact, uh my guy was born in uh Mount Vernon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, actually, bro,
2: I you look at him and you see New York, right? I can see this dude like, yo, he's definitely from
1: here. I um, you know, saw New York and Obi, and you want to trade him away already? Nah, bro, I'm good. He good. He could come back to Mount Vernon and visit his family, or come play at MS. Play against the Knicks. But he can stay with y'all, man.
0: Who were other? Who were other pieces that
1: were on the on the trading block? The big one for me, bro, that really, really got me was Oladipo to the Heat, bro. Yo, bro, uh, Olenek and like who? Who, who else was it? Like that's not even like worth remembering, bro. It was just you were talking pack. about all Olad- the Dorito bag. Dorito back, bro. It was literally like we're talking about a potential. He was a can like MVP candidate at one point, like not too long ago, right before his injury. And this man just got traded for nothing. Yeah, bro. The Heat are making moves, bro. And it's funny. I wrote this down as like one of my my dream trade scenarios for the offseason because, like, um, again, putting my own Knicks feelings aside, like he's a great defensive player, and he, he just fe- he feels like he he fits that mold that they have down there, and uh. South Beach, bro. Like very defensive, gr- gritty kind of player. You know, takes smart shots. You know, I, I think he's gonna do real well, it, bro.
2: Yeah, I think his first game might be tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did announce that.
2: I think that's a good fit too. Yeah, Drummond Lakers good fit. I like it, and then, Depot Heat also. Yeah, the deep- I like it. I like
0: it might be good for the Heat, especially just because. Their conditioning program, I heard, is really good, especially being in Miami, sunny weather. The way Pat Riley runs things uh, in the Heat organization is crazy. And they have a great medical team, so they, they'll they have a chance to evaluate his hamstring, was it, that he injured? Like a quad or something. Yeah. But so, either way,
1: it was like something pretty serious.
0: Yeah, they'll be able to evaluate and see how... They got him on a rental, right? Like one or two years. So they'll be able to see and test how he, how he,
1: you know, how he goes. He's a free agent this summer, bro. So he, that's what, that's what makes it even more interesting, right? It's like, that's what everybody was kind of scared for trading for him because you know he was trying to get money and he was going to be a free agent. And again, they didn't really give up much to get him either way. So it's like, even if he is a rental and he gives him a shot at the title again, is it worth it? Absolutely, bro. And not only that, like, I don't know. I see him liking this team and not in taking a pay cut to stay in this team. You know, yeah. Because obviously,
0: yeah. I see big things uh, happening down there. Bam and him on the pick and roll, amazing. He's a good playmaker. Five, too. You said, he's he's good on ball, um, on both sides of the ball, two way combo guard. Uh, he was a Steals leader, and that Miami is just a defensive team we seen from past playoff experience when they shut down the bugs created the wall
1: it's gonna be fire to watch that yeah bro i'm excited yeah for real for all all right um the other big one obviously we don't want to spend too much time on this one was the um, Aaron gordon so denver nuggets mr 50. Hey, mr 50.
0: Bro. Me, mr 50 that man is living off that that dunk contest for the rest of his career yeah, bro. that's that's
1: literally what he's, like, will forever be remembered as, like, the guy that was, like, like, deserved a few chips or whatever, you know, like, dunk contest chips and stuff. He got robbed. Yeah, he got robbed. Um, And I don't even blame him for not wanting to ever do that contest again because it's just kind of, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, ESPN gets more views on these things for making him lose. Because everybody's going to go on YouTube and be like... You know, Aaron Gordon got robbed. You know, like everybody wants to feel, see, am I are people feeling the same way that I am about this? And that's kind of corny, bro. Because again, the Zach Levine was a little different, right? Those like Zach Levine is nasty with it, but um, this is different.
0: That was uh, that was interesting. I like, I, I kind of like that trade. Um, I guess he, he's uh, the
1: Jeremy Grant replacement in a, in a way. Hmm yeah exactly that's a good that's a good way to put it bro um because i know that was like one of the biggest criticism the nuggets got like they were saying that after jeremy grant left like there was like a big piece missing for them in terms of like a not a wing but you know what i mean with that like kind of power forward small forward position and so yeah bro i think he'll fill that role real well you know he plays some point forward for the magic so you know he can play make decent defender you know athletic and just shoot, bro. He's been shooting really well this season, bro. So he kind of fits that mold of, like, I can be your third, fourth best guy on the team, you know? Yeah, he kind of reminds I me mean.
0: of, like, Blake Griffin
1: kind of. Way. I think a little bit better, in my opinion. I think Blake Griffin was just too athletic. But, yeah, I see what you mean, though. Like, I feel like Blake Griffin just had the athleticism and, like, nothing else, bro.
0: Like, yeah, he got the bunnies for sure. Yeah, And he's kind of, like, I think he smokes bud. If I'm not, I don't know. He kind of gives off those.
1: 50- yeah, we're all thinking the same thing. <laughs> he definitely gives off that vibe, bro. He's definitely Colorado. He was dumb hyped. He was like, <laughs> Bird, It's Denver? That's crazy." Yeah, is Denver. So you already know he's with it. Like he's like, um, "They ain't drug testing no more, or something." Yo, no weed test. That is, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so he's chilling, bro. He's chilling, bro. I was like, I don't know how <laughs> he was getting down there in Orlando, but. Yeah, he definitely gets that vibe. Good for, Man, good for him, bro. I hope I hope the Nuggets make a nice little run like they did last time, man, because they were very excited watching the bubble. So, And I feel yeah. good. And that, they got McGee too, bro, which is another whatever. You know, he can get this back. out of 15 minutes, you know.
0: For yeah, Georgia. good
1: right. backup center.
0: I mean, yeah, I would love to see Jokic play any day of the week, bro. That nigga's amazing. That's why yeah, right, he's nice.
2: Masterful. Were there any other uh i don't think we even need to touch on any of the other trades i think um actually bro how did you feel about uh the lou will rondo swap i feel like the clippers are just scrambling to get like a point guard and
1: <laughs> um and... i'll start off with this one uh that was a great yeah, let's let's leave it at this one, because there's a few of the other ones that happened, but this is probably like another big one. Um There was definitely like the Clippers were you can tell from last year's performance that they were just a team that would just outscore opponents and that's how they would win. And they were desperately in need of like a playmaker. Um They were aiming for Lonzo, clearly you would have to give up too much for him. So yeah, Rondo, I guess, was like the next best thing you can get. Um I think I think rondo's a great playmaker very smart player um i'm just not a fan of like how his game has translated to the modern nba you know it's like you know he's their point guard can't really shoot i mean he made a few clutch shots in the playoffs with bron and stuff you know if he can bring that kind of energy it'll be great but i just don't feel like that's his game you know so uh but either way if if you know the the Clippers have a lot of spacing. You know they're like one of the best three three point shooting teams in the league. So I think maybe they could have somebody that's just not like a lighthouse shooter and just kind of facilitates the game for them. So I like it. I like it. Um, and Lou Will, you know, is gonna have his uh he's gonna have his wings that he's been looking forward to eating, so. But yeah, I like it. What you think, Miki? Because I know you were a big uh playoff Rondo guy. So
0: I mean, that man not in much. Uh, less about it but um uh, i think it was a good piece i guess they they, they were tired of a big thing was uh, the pick and roll on lou williams every time you'll get caught up on it you know he was a liability because he'll get they'll get the mismatch on him so i guess they want to kind of stop that that hunt i guess they see a little bit more intensity from rondo maybe his iq Defense too. Yeah. a good defensive player. Yeah, IQ on the defense would probably translate a little bit better on the defensive end. Um, I see a big veteran presence in the locker room, especially breaking down film. You know, he is considered one of the bigger basketball minds of this generation of this kind of like current generation, like Chris Paul and and Bron. He's held up on that kind of pedestal, so right. I think it's a plus for them. That's what Kawhi stressed last year. Uh, just silly mistakes, and he should be able to fill that role. So it's good good for them.
1: We'll see. We'll see, man, because, you know, the Clippers got a lot of heat, bro. So um, if this is the piece that they needed, then, wow, uh, that would be dope to see.
2: Lou, Lou will might be eye might be in Atlanta, though. I heard he likes the clubs and shit.
1: You already know, man. Yeah, it was just for the wings, though, bro. That wasn't for
2: the club. I mean, the I mean, those clubs serve wings, though.
1: On top
0: of that, like Trey, you know, getting Rondo in the year, now Lou, who's really good on 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 the offense, drawing fouls, and we all know, like Trey loves to fucking draw fouls. We oh. might
1: see,
0: we might see a, a new Trey after the second second half of the season if he picks some shit up from from Lou Will.
1: It's true, bro. That that's <laughs> okay. That's a man, That's a very optimistic way to look at it, right? It's like you get Rondo for the first half of the season, and you hope that he will help out with some of the defensive liabilities of Trey because he's practically non-existent on that side of the the court. Um, uh, and yeah, I man. Now he will hopefully develop an even a better offensive game having Lou Will on his side, who again is like solid veteran in the NBA. Yeah, bro. Let's see um honestly the the hawks have been like on a stretch actually like they've been winning mad games bro and this is without rondo i think i don't think he rondo's been playing a lot of minutes anyways so yeah if if lou will just kicks it up and he plays like you know six man lou will type shit like yeah it's gonna be dope um for the hawks because their roster looks real nice on paper and so they gotta do something bro this east this east is coming up on them
0: yeah, they they were battling a couple of injuries, right? With like Gallinari, and like Otonami, so but they're back, and I think they've been killing since. So, yeah, exactly. What's their
1: what, what, what place are they in in the East? I think they're like so. It's it's the like East is kind of interesting. It's like everybody's fighting for the fourth to like seventh seed right now. So if I had to guess, without looking at it right now, I say six. Aditi, can you pull it up and confirm, bro? So 7. Okay, close enough. Close enough. Either way, yeah, bro. I mean, if you guys look, everybody's at 24, bro. So, Miami,
0: Miami fifty. Oh my god, this playoff is going to be interesting, bro. I
1: know. Whoever Miami gets, I feel bad for them. I hope it's not us, bro, because Miami destroyed us, bro, on Monday. Their defense is just way too great for us. But it's cool, man. Uh, it's definitely. I, I'm very excited. This is gonna be an interesting playoff, bro. It's a lot of different. I feel like a lot of teams exactly. are just coming up with like new heat, bro. So cool. All um, right, fellas. Um, any any last touches on the you know trade deadline stuff before we move on?
0: Nope. Right, good, Nothing rings go. a bell. Yeah, it was kind of. It was kind of flat. Not flat, but you know. Yeah, it wasn't too crazy. One or two more names to get passed around. Yeah, it was cool. Wait, R oh, R G Hampton. And the Magic is kind of interesting. Whatever, but that's that's uh he's a rookie. You know, good good outlook on a rebuild. Could probably bigger stock on him. Uh, in terms of NBA top shop.
1: Yeah, bro. He was yeah. So we I don't think we have a moment for him yet. And uh. And, yeah, he was actually one of those players that, like, was... So, he played, like, overseas with Amelo. And he was one of those players that everybody was hyping up because he was, like, super nasty out of high school. Um, like So, he's, like, really fast and, like, like clearly gifted. So, yeah, bro, if, now if he has a team where he gets, like, some crunch time, especially since, like, all their guards are hurt in the Magic, that would be dope, man. It might be the... It'll, you know, because that's one thing. When you get drafted to, like, a championship team... Unless you fit a specific role, you kind of don't really get a lot of time. But in the Magic right now, they're clearly tanking. Like, this is time to shine. So I, I'm I'm rooting for the kid. This is actually somebody that like everybody was super upset that we picked Emmanuel quickly over him. So, um, and looking back on it, I'm glad we made the choice we did. So,
0: yeah, RJ Hampton. I think he he'll have a good outlook in the in the Magic. He has um some good uh role models under under his belt in terms of like outside leadership and shit like that. So that's always a good indication as to where someone can head. Good 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 outlook.
1: Yeah, but for sure, man. I like it. It was uh the the magic makes some moves. They they they're they're definitely taking this rebuild in the right approach. They took down a few things, you know, sending Vucci, which is another person, they sent it to the Bulls. Um which, which is interesting because I remember I was like somebody was feeling for Zach Levine to go to, you know, to the Knicks. But obviously that's not happening. They're clearly on this like, we need to win. We need to keep this guy happy mode. So
0: Yeah, that was a really big move for them. And it just double downs on them uh, having a future with, you know, they want a future with Levine. They see his potential and how big of a leap he's taken over the years
1: he's on some other shit right now um but yeah bro that's that's the game bro that's interesting right you this guy was just this like athletic slasher and now this guy's is like unstoppable bro um there's a shot creator so this is dope all right bro um I don't want to keep the fans listening to too much about the trade deadline you know it's already had enough of that um but we got some top Shop news though um one big one that we had spoken about recently was that we were gonna talk about like withdrawal updates, right? So I, uh, a few weeks ago, I think it was about like episode two, I had started the process, and that was actually one of the only ones out of us that was able to withdraw money that got approved. I don't know what's the, what, what, is, what what was like their process for that, um, especially since like I know Hayes and like, and Dom had started before me. By the way, TopShot just announced like a few days ago that uh, most users will be able to withdraw money within six to eight weeks. Um, which is huge, bro, because this has been like one of those like lingering question marks when you think of top shot, you know, it's like, all right, cool. This uh, idea is awesome. Right. But it's like, how do I get my money out? Right. (laughs) Um, well,
2: let me clarify that point so it's not confusing, but, the, you know, as I read it, when I try to take money out, I'm seeing that the process may take six to eight weeks. Because of heavy demand, so uh, 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 not to make it sound that within eight weeks, every you know most people would be able to take out. It's just you know from when you submit your application to withdraw, you might have to wait six to eight weeks. You know uh, it's pretty interesting because you know I found the date. I think I put it in. Fe- you know it was February seventeenth. I put it in. So we're we're closing up on the on the later half of that. Um, on the seventeenth of April, would it be eight weeks? It'd be two months. So for me, it hasn't been that smooth, but you clearly had a good, like yours. Yours was pretty quick, right? Um, probably yeah, less than sure. thirty days.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Um, it was right away. So I don't know why I got lucky. Um, I'm appreciative of it. Bro. Yeah, but that's interesting that you say that, bro. Because um. Maybe I misunderstood it, but either way, it's it's some news in regards to the idea, right? Um, because I know it's like one of the big red flags for this platform. So, um, now the question for me was hypothetically, right? Um, that it does whatever you like. You said right, the process it now has like a range at least, right? Rather than just like never, right? Um, what do you think will be the impact, right? If like within the next few months, at least a good chunk of people can take their money out? Um, let's start with you, Don.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that's a good question, bro. And I think, honestly, so I checked the, you can actually see if you go to, if you go to your dapper balance and then you go to try to withdraw at the very bottom, you can see that there's a, uh, like an estimated amount of users that can withdraw. And as of March 26, there were 28,000 people that could withdraw. It looks like the number is growing exponentially, you know, you know, prior to that, I remember seeing it growing by a few hundreds only every time they updated. So we got 28 K and I think, uh, part of the correction that we're seeing in prices has to do with people finally being able to take their money out. You know, you just got to take, take a second and think, all right, you know, if you put in your money early on, which, you know, there were enough people, you know, uh, December, January, February, and even before that, that had their money in, made a lot of money, right? And we're just waiting to take the money out. And if you got your money sitting in, in dapper, you're more inclined you know, to go into the marketplace and make a few buys. You know what I mean? If you have a few thousand just sitting in your dapper, you might see a car a moment and be like, you know what? I'm going to cop it now, uh, as opposed to you not having it there. Uh, because you can't take it out, right? So, exactly. I think, yeah. yeah, I think I guess you're probably you're probably alluding to the same thing, which is you know, as soon as more people get access to take their money out, um, we can expect uh, you know, some selling in order to withdraw and, and you know take profits, enjoy the mo- some of the money you made, uh, and I think that's probably what what we're seeing with some of the prices coming back down. We're seeing a lot of undercutting happening. And I think it's simply that. P- people looking at their moments saying, OK, you know what? I, I need to take some of this money out because uh, I finally can. So it's expected. I, I think the only thing that, I- that-, that worried me, and this is kind of off of your question a little bit, um, was that you know, originally it said 30 days um, to take out. And I think I-, I sent them an email not that long ago. I sent them an email. Uh, maybe a week and a half ago, saying, Yo, is that, you know, is that, is everything good? What up? Like, um, this was like right when you announced that you could take out, right? Yeah. And, and uh, I, they, they didn't respond, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they're getting a lot of demand. And then when they finally did, uh, they said six to eight weeks. And when I went to check, they had changed the wording from 30 days to six to eight weeks. You know, I, I'm not here to sound alarms, but uh, not at all, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, maybe some users, depending on maybe their volume, you know, it isn't very clear. And that's something that maybe Topshop can work on, is just to make it more clear why some accounts get going, you know, going through quicker or, or, or specify, you know, if it is a certain amount of transactions that you complete, Maybe your bank or whatever it is, maybe your ID, you know, whatever it is to give an idea, uh, you know, on like, yo, uh, yours might take a little longer or something, you know what I mean? Or if you meet this criteria, you you might have a smooth uh, verification process. So uh, it's growing pains. And, you know, I'm confident that, uh, that I'll be able to withdraw soon. But yeah, just be aware of that. Uh, it isn't clear at all what lets you withdraw or not or what gives you a time frame how quick your verification process is gonna go through um but you know it could you know it could be as 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 long as two you know two months and if i get a you know if by uh, i guess episode maybe <laughs> eight or nine if I still can't take out then then maybe we'll have a we'll have to hit up roham. Directly or something, bro. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, Facts, bro. Um, no, nah, bro. These are definitely valid concerns, right? Like, um you, you I mean, we we've gone down this, right? We don't we don't need to touch into as why we would want to take up money from this platform at some point. But yeah, um my 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 quick thoughts, you know, on it was the same thing that you said, which was um some people were definitely were just like finally this is my ticket out, you know, like some people there might just see that like NFTs are a fad or something you know, had sold, because technically you could have just like sold a lot of this at some point, just kind of kept your adapter balance loaded up. And then when it was time to leave, you could just leave, you know, rather than like leave your money sitting on a moment, which is what you were saying, right? Which is clearly a strategy. It's like, instead of leaving my money, chilling in my adapter balance, not doing anything, why not put it into moments that were gaining value over time or like the rookies and stuff like that. Um But I am optimistic about one thing about it is that um, although it's definitely scaring some people, like it's finally giving the exit ticket for a few people. I'm hoping that at least like like it will it will make it it will make it will make it easier for people to come into Topshop like as a as a new consumer. And what I mean by that is like let's say that before you even make an account and the first thing you hear is that like, hey, by the way, uh you can't take your money out. Um which is one of the things that I usually warn people about like when they get into this, right? Because it's kind of like, hey. You know, before you put a thousand dollars and says just be aware, uh you can you will not be able to take your money out right away. Um and yeah, that could be like a big thing for people where you're like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this anymore. And so by the time they do hopefully get this problem solved and it's a lot quicker, yeah, maybe people could just come in here and just again, play around with it for a few days and not be so intimidated by the fact that like, you know, I'm leaving this money here and it has to stay in this platform. So yeah, both sides to both things. Um any any quick thoughts on that, maybe Um They
0: were smart about it. Keep the money in, eventually you're gonna want to waste it. And even if you keep it in the market and you feel like your card is increasing value, if your card is increasing value, their payday is increasing value once they take that cut, that percentage. So I mean, can't really do nothing about it, but just watch. If was their games. They set the rules, and we just yeah. want a piece of the pie. Well, some of us do, but yeah.
2: Just yeah, forever. I mean, to their credit, I don't. I don't think it was. Uh, you know, I don't think any of that those issues that people are having with withdrawing or whatever was intentional. You know, obviously, it's just. Uh, it's just how quickly so many people got on, and I think they were pretty, pretty transparent, saying like, "Yo, listen, we only have a." I think at one point they said, yo, we only have one person on this thing uh doing the verification. Really? Yeah, and uh and they you know, then they then they came out in uh in their uh Discord and they you know, they do a lot of updates on Discord and there's a channel for that and then they're like, "Oh, yeah, we've added to the team." So it looks like clearly there's, you know, increasing uh requests. And and then again, they're in beta, right? So there's some leeway there. It's just uh you know, just some of the things you have to keep in mind, right? They, they also state, you know, whenever you're buying a, mo- a pack, you know, don't load up your balance, just try to use your card. Um, don't, don't try to load up your balance before uh, the pack drop because you don't know if you're gonna, actually going to get one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they've been transparent with that. So it doesn't, to me, I don't feel like, it, you know, it was by design, if you will. It's just like something they overlooked because they probably didn't know they could explode this big, uh, so quickly. Yeah, that's what but happens yeah. when you
1: just have a small team, you know. Like you said, right? You imagine like you have one developer on this one thing, right? Like, all right, we have a hundred users. Nobody's really, you know, you could approve them one, you know, a few a day, and mm-hmm. like within a week, you have you could have all of them approved. And then all of a sudden, like January comes and like you have like two hundred k users. You're like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I I get it, bro. I I get it. Um. But yeah, man. I hope hopefully good better news moving forward. And again, we'll keep you guys updated on anything we hear about uh, as well.
2: Yeah. Oh. The one good point you made though is, you know, that's also something that we gotta gonna anticipate that could affect the market is, and we've been talking about it previously. It's like if you know you can take money out, then you're more willing to put money in, right? Um, if, if we know, Hey, listen, so that, you know, there's been a lot of moments that I've been like hesitant in purchasing, and it's because of the fact that I can't take the money out. You know what I mean? I I don't feel comfortable putting in money yet, new money in just simply for the fact that, Hey, listen, I want to take some of the profits out actually. Um, so yeah, I do think that the market is a big Overcorrected right now on some of the moments, obviously not not all, some of the moments went up way too wild, way too crazy, but I think that we've seen a some kind of a a small floor for a good select group of moments uh and some selling pressure, but that's because you're finally allowed to withdraw, and I think again, once there isn't issues with that, once it's a smooth process, verify two, three days. You know what I mean? If two, three days is kind of like what people are looking at to withdraw your money. Right. You sign up, you verify if it takes, you know, that week for you to get verified and and have the option to withdraw. That gives that confidence of, okay, I can put in new money. You know what I mean? The hey, I I ain't worried about dropping the whole thing. And let me and then, you know, playing around with the market a little bit and then taking out. So it's the you know it's a barrier to entry right now also. So I think yeah market correction right now, and then you know we're gonna see good moments get lifted back up slowly as uh, one as things start growing and people have withdrawn their taking profits out and are more comf, comf, you know confident jumping back in. So I
1: think yeah, exactly. Nah, no, bro. Um, it's just
2: just like the stock
0: market right now. I heard it's going through a little, sh- you know, shitty wave. Yeah, uh, you know, like you said, you buy low, sell high.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah facts. Yeah, it's a market like anything else, one hundred percent.
1: Okay, man. Yeah. By the way, this is not financial advice. Um, but I'm something weak. that. <laughs> but my my uh my first thought about this, I, I I just if I had to, if I had to put a hundred dollars on the line right now. It would be that our boy Hayes has bought an Obi Toppin this week. Um <laughs> because, because that is <laughs> that is um it's immediate thing. As soon as he sees something like immediately drop, he goes, Holy shit, I need to go buy an Obi Toppin moment.
2: That's um fun, So yeah, um I ain't gonna lie, bro. I actually did just that not too long <laughs> did ago.
1: You mind? Oh, you just bought an Obi?
2: The it, 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 you bro, I, listen. I've I've bought almost. I've bought nothing pretty much. I've pretty much have stayed away from the marketplace for buying. Although if, you know, if you had money, this is a good time to start picking moments. You know what I mean? Like we've had a good correction and rather stable prices, right? Uh, so yeah. select moments. It's it's not a bad time to buy, to be honest with you. Uh, but. <laughs> For whatever reason, I clicked on the marketplace, I refreshed and I saw an OB. I clicked on it and somebody was undercutting everybody else uh, on OB with a serial number 548. And I was like, yo, I have to. Okay. So I, I just capped the 548 for 180.
1: And that's not yeah, bad, I mean, bro. That's
2: nice. That's okay. not a bad serial, to be honest. Yeah, I, and the, you know that's another strategy. Once we once we talk strats again, I think that's another thing to keep in mind. Is like, so you know, when you wanna when you when you see people that really wanna get rid of the card, you know, or wanna realize their profit, let's say they oh, finally can take money out, you know, they might have a good serial number that they're selling for the low, you know. Um yeah, exactly. And those are good times to pick them up and just be patient and and you know look once in a while, keep looking through. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll save some of that for. Our next tips and how to make money. How to make money part two. You hear me? Feel
1: me? All right. All right. Um, the other one that I was going to talk about um, was the the pack pre order, um, which was dope. You know, they basically gave everybody, it was like super random. They just tweeted, hey, um, queues open within like the next few minutes. Everybody was able to pre order a pack, bro. Um, boy Greg had said that it was up to two million or something. Don't quote me on this. This is I don't know where he read this. I haven't read it somewhere. <laughs> they um, did mention it
2: though. <laughs> I saw on Discord they talked about something two mil.
1: Okay. That's uh, crazy. Either way. Yeah, it was just mad funny because uh, when yeah. when we were like, is this unlimited? You know, like, um. But yeah, the fact that they had it open for two days, right? It was it was clear that they're making it so that anybody who has a top shot account and is interested in jumping in for the first time here's your option right you can buy one pack per account um and yeah so and you would receive the pack in like two weeks or so so yeah bro it was dope right in the sense that like i know a few like i have a few little nephews that wanted to get in this and they're like hey i finally was able to purchase my first pack so like that was exciting for them you know hopefully they get some heat but now my other thing about this right which is like something you talk a lot about is supply and demand bro and uh if all 300k plus users have been able to purchase a pack i'm curious to see how this is going to affect the market um you guys have any thoughts on that
2: yeah Mickey, what you think you take this one bro
1: i mean um uh,
0: new flood of cards uh more cards in the market more people trying to sell. That means more undercutting, more steals, mm. G- good steals. It's going to lead to um, pretty good steals. So around the time where uh, they uh, airdrop these packs in about two weeks, I think it'll be a good time to check the market maybe a couple days later on and see if you can get yourself a nice steal. People are going to be excited. Like like you said, it's people's first time, so they don't know what to expect. They don't know how to gauge the market. They don't know what's the, what's the value of a card. Yeah. And when people don't yeah. know that, you know, they tend to, like you said, put something up for sale that they might not know the worth, like we did with a couple of cards. Rookie mm-hmm. mistakes, you know, unfortunately um, their rookie mistakes is how we take advantage and how we eat. So- and I didn't
1: think about that, bro. That was a good one, bro. Um... Damn. Okay, that's a, all right. I'm looking out for that. So we have two weeks, April seventh. All right. Uh, <laughs> that is Steel Day. Just can look out for good serial numbers. All right. Um, yeah. Well,
2: you know, just to add on to that, I think that's a great point, right? As soon as all these people get packs, they're gonna you're gonna have a good portion of them go straight to the marketplace off rip, say turn this into money. You know what I mean? I just paid nine dollars for this pack. I got these moments. I can sell this one for thirty dollars. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's the mentality a lot, a lot of people have because you can flip. And uh, uh, I think you know we just saw that with some of the cool cats. Cool Cats Three came out. It as soon as it dropped and it completed, right? Marketplace was opened up, and that's also a good time to to keep an eye out. Right? As soon as marketplace opens up from a pack drop. You start seeing the flood to the market to sell. and it's more there's higher chances that there's people, you know flooding to sell than there are people ready to buy, you know? Um, you're not out here. If you were looking to buy all the cool cats, you're probably not queued up. you know there's not that many people queued up, ready to buy all these moments. So you see all this undercutting coming out, and with Cool cats 3 is exactly what we saw. We saw all these cool cats for part three go down to like $30. And uh, yeah, we brought it up in the chat and we're like, yo, this is perfect time to scoop them up because, you know, people are over undercutting each other. And just like clockwork within, you know, within 20 minutes, they were up to 40s. At least Shy and RJ, 50, 60. I was seeing them throughout the day within a few hours from them dropping, you start seeing the buy pressure come in. So there's a lot of um, little timing going on here. Uh, You know, just wait for pack drops. Wait around for pack drops. Wait, you know, stay, you know, stay watching the the marketplace, refresh a few times and just start seeing the undercutting. And then you're going to see a reverse. Uh, You're going to find some good gems that are like, you know that if it's part of a challenge, that you know we're gonna see some demand, some buy pressure eventually. Right. So you you're not just targeting any moment. Look for look for moments that are either part of a challenge or, or you know obviously LeBron or Luca or something like that. A star star, those are gonna get demand is gonna come in for those automatically. So the good thing to do is that just wait for understand when supply is gonna hit the, the market. Because again, a lot of supply means the, a lot of undercutting, which means a lot of good opportunities. So
1: All right. I like that. Um that was a good digest somewhere. Yeah.
2: Right. So what you said, April April
1: seventh. April seventh. Yeah. So it's kinda
0: out. it's kinda like the like a the sneaker market too, now that you know you kinda broke it down that way too. When a mm. new release drops, you know, people just the new wave mm-hmm. is just people to just jump on stock eggs and, you know, just throw all their shoes online, just trying to undercut mm-hmm. somebody, trying to get the uh, the quickest profit, even if it's, you know, at minimum, maybe 50 or 60, you know. Mm-hmm. And people flood it, people get the steals, and some, you know, some whales maybe just buy all those little undercuts and just hoard them, corner the yep. market, and th- that's how... These are created. Like I seen the rising stars pack. I see some of those moments going for like 40 to 60. And there were decent, you know, young uh our all-star caliber players and some all-star mm-hmm. players as well. And I'm like, damn, for 60 and it being rising all-stars. And anytime a rise like one of those kind of packs drop like rising all-stars or cool Cats, you know, is a uh their selective amount. They're already LE of rip. And those mm-hmm. are good come-ups, I think, uh, even for 60, you know, just like Shy. That's a good point. Was it Shy in, in, in the Rising All-Star? One of those. Regardless, for example, one being Shy, if if he was to be in, in one of the packs, that's a great, you know, future All-Star leading the team. Great guard. And $60, that's, I think that's a steal, uh, especially if you're looking at a five-year, you know,
1: hold period. Oh, for sure, bro. Like, um, yeah, bro. And and that, that it's when you when you say that because like, not only that these are not even like like common common card moments, right? It's like a rising star, right? Or like, oh, or like it came from a particular drop, like Cool Cats or anything like that, right? It's not just like a regular moment. It, it's even a little bit more special, right? Because so yeah, bro. Um, yeah, something like that, and you scoop them up for sixty. You know damn well that if whenever this market does pick back up. Those are gonna be the first ones that spike right back to where they used to be. So um yeah, bro, definitely something to look out for. I'm probably gonna do that after this call. Like I'm glad you reminded me about the rising stars, actually. Because those were some of the I, I was hoping to get one of those packs. I was successful, so it would be cool. Um to scoop some like some low key gem there, like a Dort or something.
0: <laughs> Dort. That's one of the common occurrences. Common names that you like to mention.
1: Yeah, I don't know, bro. I like I like saying his name. I like defensive players, man. He's a, little, he's a little thick guard, you know, like yeah, man. He's a good player, bro. <laughs> Word. He's a beefy dude, bro. I I like him. I like I his game. Bro.
0: Thickness resonates who, with you. Who you think
1: is Yeah, th- yeah bro. I'm Lowry, Lowry or, Dor- hey, bro. or Dor- hey, bro. Mm. I think Lowry, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like Door is like Diesel, you know? Like he looked like mm. a football player, bro. Lowry just look like he'd be having a lot of like I don't know a lot of Chinese food or something, bro. He in swell or something, bro. And just funny. It goes straight to the hips. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, honestly, we you guys have been hearing us talk for a while now. Um, and so kind of gonna move away a little bit from Top Shot and and just start talking about a new segment, right? Where we're gonna be talking about the UFC, actually. So, um, maybe uh, Dom, you want to talk about this a little bit? Yeah,
2: hundred percent um so yeah nft city right we gotta show some love to some upcoming projects nft wise and uh one that uh we're all very excited about it's uh the ufc on flow you know i don't think they've given it a proper name yet it's still coming soon i signed up for the you know to get updates and you can do that too uh it, you know if any yeah you guys are interested uh listening um you know, you can go to the flow block flow uh, ufc That's the website. Sign up to get uh, reminders. I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the for that to drop because I think uh, you know it it, it. it it might not be MBA level, but uh, UFC's been exploding uh, over the last few years and yeah i think that's also going to be exciting i mean you know think about uh what owning you know a knockout from mcgregor say on aldo you know that that 13 second knock like owning that it's uh it's highlight you know what i mean um i think it's perfect i think this kind of you know top shot uh nft i think works beautifully with ufc as well because uh UFC has a lot of uh it's a lot of, about highlight moments, you know, about you know few second clips of something crazy happening, you know, knockouts and um TKOs and so I'm excited for you, for the for the UFC on flow. Um you know, uh same thing like Top Shot. I think it's going I think it's gonna do well. And uh yeah, make sure you get in early because that's where the opportunities are you know what i mean if you grab a few moments early um and i think it was a great time to bring this up just because uh we just had ufc 260 uh this past weekend and, and yeah we saw some great fights uh so um
0: seen one guy trying to create his first uh nft moment okay uh, what was his name what's his name again um,
2: Um, you you mean from 260?
0: Yeah, yeah, that skinny dude that tried to walk away.
2: Oh, man, I missed (laughs) it.
0: I forgot his name.
2: Uh, can you bring up uh UFC 260? I think we put it on, uh, check our notes, man. Um, let's see what, let's see some of the events, some of the fights that came up. Um.
0: Ah, Sean O'Malley, I can't forget, uh. As, by the way uh the rumor name for the ufc nft is ufc strike
1: okay I okay i like it i like it strike,
0: yeah that's that's the rumor name i think when there was a, a one a, a recent email that they sent out so you could uh get like a, a first view dibs and that was the email they sent out that was one of the attached emails was like ufc strike or something
2: damn breaking news so that's yeah Show your sources. my damn! no nah, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I tried looking for the name everywhere, and the only thing that came up was it kept coming up on Flow. But I, I guess that just means that's on the Flow blockchain. Uh, but that's interesting. I actually kind of like that name. UFC Strike sounds fitting, bro.
1: Yeah, I like that. Sounds it. fitting, bro. Um, for me, like my first thought about it was kind of like like what you said, right? It's like imagine so being somebody that's on top shot right and we've been on it for a few months now Is like all right this idea was dope and it was like even better towards like the beginning right where you just saw the market was just ridiculous bro um so it's just like imagine if you had the opportunity to get on this thing as soon as it's first released and you can get one of those like first moments from like their first few packs is like regardless of what the future for that market is it's like there has to be some value to getting one of the very first ones right which is why like even in top shot like i still hold on to like all my series ones you know because it's like i know that you know if you were to fast forward down the line it's like those are like wow you're like an og you know you got one of those like that holds clout holds value so yeah but like you said ufc would be perfect because this here's the other thing about like basketball in comparison to ufc right it's like you don't see these fighters fight every single card bro but you see like lebron play every single week yeah you can have lebron make a new moment every single week obviously is top shot gonna do that no but you know what i mean like you can only see you will end up seeing a fighter fight only a few times without the, within the year and yeah. so they're only gonna make so many moments at best so even so what i like about it is just kind of like we're gonna see like We're gonna see moments for what they're really for, which are moments like real, real good highlights, rather than just like a basic little jab on somebody, you know? Like we're gonna see knockouts. We're gonna be we're gonna get gritty, bro. I'm looking forward to it, bro. Um, It's gonna be dope. Yeah. Well, we hope so, right? We hope. (laughs) Yeah, we hope so, right? I'm out here. Yeah, I'm out here more optimistic than the creator, right? So.
0: Nah. The more that yeah that y'all talk about it, uh, it's kind of hyping me up too. Because now that you mention it, it's like you see more, more intricacies, especially in fights when it's slowed down. You know, you see like the, mm-hmm. the combo, the setup, mm-hmm. and so imagine just seeing that in slow motion, just forming, in a third, in a five, ten second clip. You see the knockout. You see the submission. You see the little what he did, the underhook, or he did something. You know, people are probably gonna this. This, this is gonna give great exposure to the uFC on top of what they're getting already, and I think it's it's gonna be pretty cool
2: yeah hundred percent yeah yeah bro no uh you guys bring up great points i think uh there's there's something to the u f c as a sport that just seems to work perfectly with small clips you know what i mean um you know there there aren't eighty two you're right like you said there aren't eighty two games or 72 this season, or whatever it is, um, for the UFC. So you're looking at, like, you know, if you wanted a John Jones moment, you can only run it back right now, you know what I mean? Because he hasn't fought. So, uh, yeah, and then when he does fight, you know, you're looking for that. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of hype, I, I think. I, I think, you know, you're going to see you know ho- hopefully hopefully like we we're, we're thinking right hopefully they take that route where um uh they actually do pick you know good moments and not just uh and not just make a, a layup you know just not make a, a some jab or a punch or something like that hopefully they do take the route of uh, more knockouts and submissions and things like that um but yeah, on on UFC 260, I think uh I, I you know I didn't see I didn't see the whole card. Um obviously, I saw the the main card and uh you know, maybe Miki, you can uh, Did you um did you get a chance to watch the whole thing or most of it?
0: I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing these three fights. Um Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida, that's the yeah. The one I was talking about where he tried to create his own his his knockout reel. Uh-huh. He tried to do the walk away hit. Uh, unfortunately the other guy had a freaking crazy chin. He got washed, but he had a good chin. <laughs> uh I think we've finally seen the end for Tyron Woodley, Tyron Woodley. Mm. Uh one oh, man is officially washed. Man. Time to pack
2: well, he- it up yeah
0: and yeah francis and gano
2: so which which uh so it sounds like either sean o'malley's or francis and gano's knockout which one which one sells for more if the moment comes out right now gano and gano's moment that right?
0: was like a freight train bro i was
2: scared
0: <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> If you see that slow down, bro, like, imagine taking his hits. I think one of you guys linked a, a, a leg kick from him, from a dude that w- that probably looked my oh, height. Oh, yeah, bro. That was <laughs> scary, bro. Imagine one of uh, his legs kicks.
1: Let me ask you a question right now, bro. Would you take a leg kick from him right now, no equipment or nothing, and in exchange, but, if, again, full power, bro, in exchange for, like, the most expensive LeBron James moment on Top Shot? What do you do? So that? How,
0: much, how much did it sell for? 200K?
1: It was some ridiculous joint. I'll tell you right now how much it's selling for at the moment. Uh,
0: man. 200K after 40%. 40% goes to taxes. 250. What, I'm 250 like right now. All right. 250. 40% of that goes to taxes. I'm left like 120. So I get 100K payday for taking a leg kick.
1: Yeah, that's a, it know. doesn't cover medical bills, by the way. Bro, I got Medicaid.
0: That's free. <laughs> got
1: Medicaid, bro. Oh, this is hurt you, bro. They got a kick where, bro. <laughs> my thighs, my I don't know, bro. A kick wherever, bro. He's gonna wherever he chooses, bro. Now so
0: I'll take one to the calf, and I'm gonna just deal with the consequences later.
1: To the calf. All right. What about right. you? What about
2: you, Don? I'm taking a I'm taking a leg kick to my arm or something. Lean As lean my whole body into it.
0: Nah, cause I honestly think he'll take the breath away. Like I feel like his impact would like really hit my ribs. <laughs> I think he'll break a rib if he does. If he
2: gets oh,
1: most definitely, to, bro. To arm. <laughs> most
0: definitely.
1: Bro. I was mostly thinking like a like a kick straight to the to the gut, bro. Um, nah, you're <laughs> wildin'. i just, no. i I mean, bro, it's a LeBron James moment, right? It has to hurt a little bit, bro. It can't just be like, yeah, your arm. It's gonna hurt regardless, bro. Don't worry. No, I'm sure, bro. But I gotta. It gotta hurt bro if you're gonna be walking out here with some fifty nine le LeBron like they gotta hurt so but yeah all right I like I like what yeah um
0: nah but yeah I would do it too
1: I would do it too for sure like this is I'll take the L for my family bro um might have a few shots before taking the hit just uh numb the pain um <laughs> no, I yeah. think that was a uh,
2: that will be good I agree with you, though. I think that Engano knockout would go for a pretty penny. Um, and uh, you know, with Sean O'Malley, I think you know if you're into UFC, you know about him, obviously. But if you're not, if you're not, you know, into it, that you know, you might catch uh, somebody selling a card like that. You know, a moment of his on the low, and he's a potential up-and-coming star. You know what I mean, like. I think O'Shawn O'Malley has shown, like, a lot of promise, so, you know, those are opportunities, you know what I mean, like, uh, just uh, fighters that, yo, um, people don't people might not recognize based on the name, might sell them for cheap, say, you know, whatever, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, if you're listening, you're going to know O'Shawn O'Malley is uh, the real deal. And, and you might want to sell your Tyron Woodleys too if you got one of those, and somebody wants to sell, uh, Man, bro. buy it from you on the high. Although I do want to say on Tyron, like I, you know, this is probably the best he's. I mean, he lost, but this is probably the best he looked. Uh he was actually out there fighting compared to his uh, how he normally fights. So he was pushing forward and. I guess, that, I don't know what came over him. He did pl- he did fight differently than he normally does, and it was more exciting. So, um... Yeah, yeah.
0: he had some aggression to him. I liked it. Yeah, he got a little too excited, though, you know? Yeah, facts. Good yeah, career man. for the guy. Maybe, she, he saw
1: maybe he saw Miggy tweet saying that he was washed, bro, so... Yeah, man. You, re- you read things like that, bro, you go in there with a different mindset, like, I'm going to show the world I'm not washed, you know, so...
0: It's time is up. It's time is up. I, that's, that's also, I mean, it's not, a, I don't know, whoever, or however you may see it, but that's a cool thing about UFC. You always get new opportunities to see uh, a new fighter emerge. You know, just maybe two, three years ago, people never heard of Cubby and how he's, like, kind of almost a household name, you know, just because he defeated mm-hmm. McGregor and how that catapulted him and how people see, you know, he kind of cemented himself. And and if one of his moments are minted, shit, you know, one of the few undefeated fighters, twenty nine zero in the UFC. That might go one of his bear bear grapples might might definitely do some good numbers if it's
1: ever minted.
2: hundred percent. Yeah, bro. Especially the
1: one especially the one against Connor, bro. I mean Bro, yeah, that would that'd be that be, that'd that'd be, be OD. I remember I remember I was at a bar that day, bro. And I waited hours. I saw the whole fucking card, bro. And to see Conor lose, bro, everybody in the bar was tight. I was tight. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm sh- I, Like, again, if if it's exactly like Top Shot, right, where it has these moments and these emotions to them, I already have my own memory towards that day. And I'm sure that on top of its freaking value that it will have, bro. So, let's see, bro. Let's see. Definitely keep it an eye. I already put that email in for the freaking... UFC Strike, bro, because I'm trying to get on
0: this bro. UFC Strike. You see, it's already ringing and ringing, Rays, bro. Bro. It is. Yeah, it's, right? it's flowing right. It's flowing. These people do great things at marketing.
2: Or yeah. do. Shout out, shout out to Dapper Labs, yo. Shout out to uh, Roham and the team. Like, bro, NBA Top Shot is a hit. Out of all these NFTs, bro, hands down, probably the best nft project i've seen it, it beats their crypto kitties and that was a you know what i mean that before this that was the nft to get into you know what i mean um so they they led that they now they lead um and now they lead at top shot they're leading flow bro at this point uh sign me up for the dr seuss too like yeah word. Yeah, everything everything they touch and bro, every IP they touch and they they doing great by it. So
0: wait, didn't y'all like like Teletubbies or something like that? Are they gonna have
2: anything moment? What
0: was what was what was up with that?
2: Oh yeah, a little side note. I don't know. Teletubbies has a Twitter account. I didn't even know that. And apparently they tweet often and one of the things they tweeted today was like uh, um something like yo, something's coming soon this week, stay tuned hashtag bitcoin Yo. and what's, what's crazy is that in the bitcoin community or whatever they um they do this thing they've been doing for like two months they've been doing this thing called like laser eyes which is just like them putting laser eyes on on their pictures, on their profile pictures and just kind of like i think the goal is to say like hey this thing is going to 100k and i'm not taking it off till it's there And Uh, it's like a deep fried meme, kind of like a deep fried laser eyes, just like
0: Cyclops kind of. Yeah, yeah,
2: like maybe something, yeah, something like, you know, avoid, forget everything else, laser eyes, um, we're aiming for this kind of thing. Uh, That came out of nowhere, you know, just like any other meme just pops up.
0: incels be creating shit out of left field.
2: Bro, and you got governors and, and state officials putting on the laser eyes. And then look, now we got Teletubbies too.
1: Yeah, that's uh, fine, but we really, we really want to watch Teletubbies, bro. NFTs, and yeah, bro, this NFT realm it gets real weird, bro. So like, kind of like you were saying, like, big shout out to Dapper Labs. Like, this sh- shit gets weird out there, bro. um Especially since like I've been working on the IG page, bro. Like, some people yeah. be wilding, bro. People are real creative, you can say. So yeah, man. um If they, if they again, if they continue to take this approach, bro. Bro, to the to the moon, bro, or whatever they create. Um, especially if it continues to take this kind of formatted approach and and everything.
2: Yeah, and uh also, you know, we haven't talked we talked this talked about this between us, but um yeah, recently uh they just got another round of funding and some big players were on there. I think they raised uh what was it like three hundred and five mil? Three, three over three hundred million dollars. Um, on around the funding and you had people like, uh, Kevin Durant, the goat himself, Michael Jordan.
1: Um, so yeah. Was Zion part of that? Because I, I saw today he was on some, like he announced something. He was going to do like some, some NFT thing with like slam or something. So yeah, yeah, but either way, like what you were saying, it's like clearly even these basketball players are clearly, and, or even again, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan is not trying to lose money is investing in this right so there's clearly some like hope to this
2: yeah for sure and that and and think about it in in any project really what uh what makes it continue is is faith right faith in that that project is good and that it keeps evolving and that you know and, and now you have the backing of like you have the backing of you know some of the greatest basketball players not only the nba license but you also have players themselves coming on board and investing and seeing the value in it you know what i mean you should if you're in this thing you should feel confident like yo there's a you know this there's a future to this this isn't just going to crash why because now you're seeing big investors and people that are in the game like putting their skin out. Right? I mean, my, you know, it, It's one thing to come out and say, hey, I like Top Shot and buy a few moments or whatever. The next thing is to back it up by funding it. You know what I mean? Giving off mills, putting millions of your dollars into, you know, into something. That, that, that's, a, that, that's next level. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it adds legitimacy to it. Um, and yeah, I never had a doubt that this would be one of the best NFT projects. But um, uh, you know, I know that the yeah, nFTs as a whole, I'm pretty sure that most of them are in a, in bubbles that will pop, and listen i I don't have any doubt that this is one of those that survives because of uh just everything that's coming out, all the funding, all the support behind it uh all the feeling of the top shot experience and all that um so yeah, anybody listening feel confident, man that uh, some of the moments you're holding won't. Uh, and even if they go, you know, even if they crash some more, I think there's a future to them. You know what I mean? So th- the market will realize that eventually.
1: Not for sure, bro. look at CryptoKitties, you know, like what was it like popped off in like around 2017 and then picked right back up recently. So it's kind of like, yeah, like, you know, in a short, st- you know, short term, right? Like everybody could have like, clearly the market is kind of low right now. It's not like where it was a month ago. And that can definitely be discouraging, even even me right who we're recording this podcast and we're clearly passionate about this you see that it's kind of like damn, all right? you know you lose some money but that's how it works, you know and and you know if you if you approach this with like that long-term goal to it, bro you might be really looking we might we might see a ceiling that we didn't even see before so yeah bro I, I'm here for it, bro, I believe in it um and clearly uh you know some other people do as well so Facts.
0: yeah when you're like invested in something you kind of just kind of have your eyes glue on it on a daily basis but one thing that dom always says, is if you look at it macro we only we only been in this for like less than a year and it feels like fucking yeah. more than more than it that past, i feel like i've committed like i put in blood sweat and tears just trying to buy low items which is waiting on the next news waiting on the next drop uh Missing out on jobs, being fifty k in line, and this is this is only like six months in. So just imagine, like two years, what the evolution of this is is gonna be, and and just to feel, and just to be a part of it, the growing process, the growing pains, is, um, just to be in it, even if it doesn't end up like something like how we viewed it, it's it's been good runs, you know. It, it gives us, um, this experiences. And things that we could just talk about um in the future and and it, it can just evolve into other things that might come into fruition.
1: Preach. Huh? Yeah, for exactly. Yeah, preach for exactly. I mean, my favorite part is that, you know, we're recording this podcast here, you know, like um, you know, up to already up to episode six. So that's beautiful, man. Like uh, it's definitely creating new horizons for all of us. So shout out to Dapper Labs.
2: How about Dapper, yeah. And um I think uh on a completely side note and I don't know if we wanna end it off on this, I think uh I wanna take them this time here to uh to concede in a uh a little uh, challenge or a little uh, competition we had internally between two teams that we uh we created. <laughs> I'm dead. Tw- tw- Twitter team versus IG team and uh I we're waving the white flag today, I think. Um, so for those listen, for those listening, I think um, uh, we uh, you know we run a, a Twitter, we run a Twitter a handle, t- Twitter channel, and we run an IG. And I think uh, uh, me and Miggy were responsible for the Twitter, and it was my big mouth too that uh, that brought up this competition, thinking <laughs> that we were that Twitter team was hot shit. And honestly, I never looked at the number ever. I even forgot about this challenge for a while. And then, uh, I guess the, the goal is the goal was, let's see who can get most followers by the end of the month. And we got washed.
1: Yeah, bro. Um, Big shout out to Shmoove. Uh, he's been helping me handle the IG. He just said me, like, if you, you guys will hear him on the, on the podcast soon, very energetic guy, like a lot of energy. And yeah he just hits me up randomly he goes bro we're not about to lose this this challenge <laughs> and i was like bro it was like mad early bro like 8 a.m or some shit bro like on a monday and i was like i was like you know what bro let's let's do it bro let's go let's go get this win and bro just yeah bro he he got to it bro he was making moves on ig bro like he was even like flirting with people bro, or not like he got to that point bro um yeah, man. You got to do what it takes to win, man. So yeah, He went hard. Yeah, he went hard, bro. We, we, went hard. <laughs> <laughs> we was doing a thing, bro.
2: So final, final count. I don't know where we started, but Twitter was slightly ahead on followers. And uh, I just pulled it up now. 248 followers uh, in less than a month. I think maybe two weeks, two and a half weeks, probably. And uh, so, yeah. Good job on, uh, on the IG team. Uh I definitely did not like your last post (laughs) on purpose. Oh, I I just find thought about that. I was like, he I was
1: like, he (laughs) he like posted in his story, but he didn't like it. I was like, what's what's going on here? Like,
2: uh, that's funny. No, but good shit. I just liked it. So
0: nah, yeah, yeah. I I don't really uh go to the um IG page, but now that I'm looking at it, yeah, y'all got some good numbers. Y'all got good numbers on the boards. 50 likes. This is going crazy, man.
1: Oh, we we've we been working, bro. We've
0: been here, man. It's fire. Bro, one you're... month, two fifty followers. Like, I think that's a big accomplishment,
1: honestly. Yeah, man. We got you know it's we got you hurt. guys listening, man. So it's cool, man. It's exciting, bro. Um, yeah, but we this is only the beginning, bro. You know, like it was a nice, it was definitely like motivating for sure. Like when when Dom came up with that idea, you know, it's like, you know, the more followers you get, hopefully the more listeners, right? So let's see, bro. Maybe we make another one down the road. We go for bigger numbers, you know. But every every small step is still a dub, so let's get it, boys.
2: Thanks. And uh, if you're still listening, shout out to you, bro. To be honest, wait, was it really? count
0: on this? How long? How long we been talking?
2: Hour plus, definitely.
0: For sure, for real.
2: Yeah, Ooh. over an hour.
0: Yo, <laughs> after this, I'm. I've been drinking. I've been drinking some Casamigos, man. Okay. Yeah, should Try the Reposado. It's pretty, it, it, It's nice.
1: And yeah, if definitely, definitely gonna try that, man.
0: And if y'all I haven't, you to this next y'all, loss, bro. If y'all haven't, y'all should go, at, drink some of that, then go to the deli and cop something called honey. Just cop something called honey. Don't ask no questions. Pour it in your drink <laughs> or some water, and you're gonna enjoy yourself a good night with your wife, or your, or your, you know,
2: significant other,
0: significant other, whatever. You're gonna have mm-hmm. a good night. It's honey, honey, isn't the bodegas and the delis. Hit up the ARC. Trust me. Right. That's a new All wave. Right. You won't regret it.
1: Yeah, we leave it at that, bro. I think the man has spoken. Um, I mean, that's the best advice you give to anybody, bro, I would say. So yeah, bro, um, for those who are listening, yo, big shout-out to y'all. Uh, another great episode, fellas. But, yeah, I think this is a wrap. All right, peace.
0: Later, my guys.